Welcome back, Fanatic Addicts, to another high-octane episode of the Fan and Fanatic Pep Rally. So, let's... Without further ado, let's get into the first segment, Inside the Mind of the Fanatic. Take it away, partner. Parker, do you ever think that we'll have a low-octane, like, you know, like 97, 87-octane, like, not-as-expensive gas episode? I'm just curious. It's always high-octane. What if we came out with a low-octane episode one time? But you know, but dad, then we won't have any gasolina. That we must gasolina. It can still be low octane. <clears throat> but it's not. But everyone knows the best gasolina is the high octane gasolina. My car doesn't right, take the sorry, high octane gasolina. Sorry, right. sorry, daddy Yankee. I hope I didn't. <laughs> I hope I didn't. Uh, no, daddy Bravo. So let's go. Let's go. All right. No, no. Oh, yeah, whatever. But anywho. Enough with that. All right. Enough with the banter. Proceed. And what am I proceeding with? Tell the people. The searches. Inside the mind of the fanatic himself, Parker. All right. Here we go. The first search that I pulled up this week. Oh, no. Read verbatim. NFL announcer schedule week four. What's that about? Bro, I swear I heard Beth Mullins calling an NFL game yesterday. And sure enough. It was Beth Mowens. And then, no, 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 that was a few days ago. But the other one, I was like, I heard a guy that I thought sounded like, I don't know, some dude that I've heard before, but it wasn't that dude. It was some other dude. And I believe it was, it was on the Cowboys game yesterday, which, by the way, the Cowboys. Yeesh. The, <clears throat> who did they play yesterday, the Cowboys? The Patriots. Wow. To think mm-hmm. that the Patriots went from Super from winning six Super Bowls or whatever. To bottom of the, to like near bottom of the league. Sorry, Boston. I mean, people always wondered, was it Belichick or was it Brady? I think we are seeing who it was. Brady was washed anyway. What? No, it's not my point. I'm, it's not my point. My point is like I, all that success I, in New England was it because of Belichick or Brady? I'm just mess with you. I love you, Tom Brady. Yeah. If you hear this tape, get Tom Brady for us. Yes, all right, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were just trying to figure out if that person was the announcer. I, I think it's interesting that like you can find that schedule. You can see who's d- announcing on the NFL games. That's awesome. All right, <clears throat> next this search. Beth, I think game. this next search is good. I think the Beth Mullins game was last weekend. So, the, so yesterday. Parker, last week and this weekend doesn't make any difference in these episodes. So, so wait, are we in week five of the NFL now or week four? They just played week four. So, in other words, week three was when Beth Mullins So, tonight announced. would be the Monday night football of week oh, four. Okay. Okay. Next. All right. Next search. Okay. This one, this one, I'd have to believe, has some story behind it. Because when I did the search, it actually came up with a bunch of pictures first. But anyway. <clears throat> Meredith Brito, or Brito, ESPN. Who's that? Parker. Is this, is it stalking if I look up pictures of these people, by the way? It's called cyber stalking. <laughs> I want to give a shout out Tell to Tell us who OT. this person I mean, is and why OT, you were looking my, her up. Not my OT, my tutor. Miss Margaret Brito, whose daughter is Miss Meredith Brito, who, who's on the production team on ESPN, I believe. So shout out to them. Oh, okay. So it's a, a friend of a friend or a, a, a relative of a friend. Yes. It's not as daughter. creepy as I thought it was going to be. Oh, come on. We're not talking about LJ. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Whoa. Mike, if you're listening, Mike, if you're listening, please, please, man. 
I'm begging you because now that LJ's LJ got a new gone, job. Yeah, exactly. Now that LJ has gone full time, like got got a new, like got a new job, there's probably like zero chance that I'll get her out of the whim. So please, Mike, if you're mm. listening, please, man, please follow up with LJ, my boy. Hey, fingers crossed. But anyways, fingers crossed. Sorry. Fingers crossed. I'm not, I'm, all right. Now I'm starting. Now I'm starting. Now I'm starting to sound all greedy. Now you do sound like a stalker. Uh, all right. Third search. Let me get this whole thing out. Baseball player with 59 consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Most people would run a search of who has the most consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Your search was the baseball player with 59 consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Why were you searching that? What did you find? So, that, so there was a quote in Teen Titans Go where Robin said, uh, like, like good, blah, 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 having good oral hygiene. And Cyborg says, good Oral Hygiene was one of the best baseball pitchers of all time. Nicknamed the Bulldog. He, blah, 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 blah. He, he, he holds the record for 59 consecutive scoreless innings. And you say he was just good? So apparently, Oral Hygiene was a parody of one Mr. Oral Hershiser, who has the same record, like the same mm-hmm. you know, information as Mr. Oral Hygiene. The Bulldog, is... 59 consecutive <clears throat> scoreless innings pitched, you know, Absolutely everything. Absolutely true. He holds the record for the most consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Mr. Oral Hershiser, 59 consecutive innings. That's that's incredible. All right. Those are the searches. What do we do now? This week in sports history. You go first, oh, okay? Yes. Look, I got a pretty good one on here. Me. I think this is something this is something that we've never done before. Or at least I don't think we've touched this sport yet. All right, come on, buddy. Horse racing. Oh, okay, but this racing. is interesting. Yeah, this is interesting. So this week in 1942, with a victory in the Jockey Club Gold Cup, the horse Whirl Away becomes the first horse ever to amass more than $500,000 in lifetime earnings. So 1942, this horse with this win, the horse Whirl Away with this win at the Jockey Gold Club becomes uh, the first horse to amass or, or accumulate or win more than a half a million dollars in lifetime earnings. Okay, that's a lot, right? We were like, wow, wait, horses hold on, winning. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, go ahead. So you mean, so no, no. What, you're, what I, I think the, no, the horses don't What's get the, the horse going to do with half a million dollars, right? He's get the money, man. The jock, the horses are the ones that's doing the work. No, 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 no. The jockeys don't get the money. No, man, the jockeys don't get the owners get that money. So then how do the. Now, go ahead. All right, Jockeys whatever. get paid something else. All right, uh, but that made me that made me wonder, and so I've got uh, a little trivia for you. I don't think you'll even come close to knowing the answer to this. But to date, what horse has the like has earned the most money or uh, amassed uh, the most in lifetime earnings? Which of course, this, the horse is, this is not. This is probably but... wrong, but I'm going to say Sea Biscuit. No, it is not. The name of the horse is Arrogate, A-R-R-O-G-A-T-E. Arrogate. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but okay. Now, okay. You put the wrong. A wrong emphasis on the wrong wrong syllable. It's arrogate, not arrogate. Arrogate. How about what if it's uh, Arrogate? (laughs) Which that's the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Why are you fumbling with the? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, mother. Oh. No, don't break the fourth wall again. I'm so tired of this. It's funny. 
My producer was okay, fiddling okay, with okay, the okay, microphone. Okay. Again. I have, but I have, I have another question for you based on this. Okay. The answer is So if you remember my fact, no, the answer is arrogant. All right. But here's the deal. In 19, so in 1942, Whirl Away is the first horse to win in lifetime earnings over $500,000. Okay. So 1942, $500,000. I've just said, we've just learned that Arrogate or A-R-R-O-G-A-T-E, this horse ranks number one in earnings, right? Earnings by a horse. How much money do you think that horse, Arrogate, has earned? A million dollars. Not even close, bro. So 1942 words, is how we're talking about half a million. So in other words, he's the Matt of Modi, a Matt, he's the Matt Emodio of um, horse races. Because I've, if I remember correctly, Matt Emodio, hold on, I'm going to look this up. And while we're filling some time, I wanted, I want to address something in the room. Auburn almost knocked off number one, Georgia. The Falcons should have beaten the Jaguars. Mm. And Florida anyway, State, well, they didn't play. Was but anyway, idle. my my Panthers though, Georgia State, embarrassed by Troy. Mm. Terrible. Anyway, hold on, wait. So Arrogate, hold on, wait. A R O G A T is the G O A T of horse racing earnings. What are you like? Can you give oh, me a number? Mind. Never mind. You're running off on this tangent. It was um. It was not Matt Amodio. Matt Amodio is the third. The the Matt Amodio has the third all-time longest winning streak with thirty with a whopping thirty-eight games in a row won, followed what? by Amy in Jeopardy, followed by Amy. What does Schneider that have to do with, with anything? Whopping, with, with this is the most unrelated <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Watch it, pal. The, the horse doesn't have to have consecutive wins to keep what? earning money. Whatever. But any, but this has nothing was, to do with what we're talking about. You literally are so far off. <clears throat> can you please give us a guess on how much money you think this horse has won? Can you wait a second? I'm done. I'm not done yet. Followed by Amy Schneider in second place with 40 games won in a row. And in first place with consecutive games won with a whopping 74 games in a row, Mr. Ken. And Jennings, everybody knows that. Fun fact, Ken Jennings also has the highest winnings on Jeopardy with get that with hold on, wait, before I tell you, try and guess what it is. How much money? Uh I'm gonna say seven million. Nope. Two million five hundred twenty dollars oh. and no two mil two million five hundred and twenty thousand seven hundred dollars. And then the single game winnings, can you it's James Hull's hour. Can you guess how many game how what is how much in one money? game? Yep. I'm going to go you have to 82, $82,000. $131,127. Mm. But you know what? You know what these guys are winning? Peanuts. Oh, or maybe sorry, parrots no. or sugar oh, cubes. Yeah, these guys mind. are winning sugar cubes sorry, compared to never Arrogate. Mind, never mind. Ken Jennings had high, the highest winnings in regular season play. But the record for all-time winnings was Brad Rutter. Can you guess who it was? Who, how, Brad Rutter. No, can you guess what win, what what his total winnings were? Uh, three million. Four million nine hundred thirty-eight thousand four hundred thirty-six. Wow. Again, these guys are winning sugar cubes compared to Arrogant. Guess for me now that we're ten minutes down the road. How much do you think this horse has earned? Um, 
$500,000. What did I just say to you? I just said that winning $4 million is sugar cubes compared to what Arrogant has won. Like, they don't hold a candle to this horse. How much? $10 million. No, sir. Even higher. $50 million. Okay, too high. $17,422,600. So Is that amazing? So in other words, that would be 7.42 games of who wants to be a millionaire won. If, if, every, if you won the million dollars every time. No. I don't but, think so. I don't know. Whatever. I said 17 million. Seven, 17. Your math. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so in other words, 17.42 games. Okay. An interesting conversion. Uh, all right. I love uh, you, Regis Philbin. <laughs> ah, okay. uh, do you want to know second place? The second and third place horses actually are both from Ireland, interestingly enough. Thundersnow and Mishrif, both at... You know, Thundersnow, 16.5 million. Mishriff, just over 16 million. And then Gunrunner, number Wait, four, 15.9. Mishriff, spell that? Mishriff, M-I-S-H-R-I-F-F. That's, I a, mean, that, that's a lot of money. Names and my racehorse names are a, I don't know. But okay. But I told, I, they're a Mishriff to me. I think we should get a horse, fact, Parker. This if this thing ever blows up, let's buy a horse. We, okay, let's move on from. All right, let's trot away from horses now. It's hey, oh, I think we beat that dead horse. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and get to your. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Sir Talks a Lot. All right. Anyways, no. this week. No problem, Pop. No. Just me, the kettle. This week in sports history, back in 1920, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Played the Cincinnati Reds in a triple header. Mm -hmm. You heard me. Triple header, three games in one day at Pittsburgh's mm -hmm. Forbes Field. The triple header mm -hmm. definitively determined which team would finish in third place in the National League that year. Back then, third place received a portion of the World Series profits, and fourth place received absolutely nothing. The first game began at noon, and the, they ended up calling the third game at 6 p.m. due to darkness. <laughs> <laughs> what was the year? 1920. Wow. So they didn't have... Uh... Didn't have the lights, huh? The Red, all right, yeah. The Reds won the first two games, and the Pirates won the third game. Thus, the Reds won the third place and shared ten thousand seven hundred forty-four dollars and fourteen cents. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Uh, they're all right. still, they're still not making horse money. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Let's move on from the horses now. Okay, and tell us, my friend, who do we meet this week? This week, no, next week, coming up next on the podcast, we'll be we'll call, bleh, talking to a devoted alumni and support, support, an avid supporter of Kennesaw State University Owls Athletics, Mr. Carrick Martin. So, tune in on Tuesday to see how that goes. From a broadcast partner, Ryan Gurlecki, this is Parker Gurlecki saying, you've been listening to the Fan and Fanatic Pep Rally. Bye! <laughs>